Welcome to Conversations with Father Greg and Merry Christmas. In this episode, we have a homily from our Christmas Eve evening service held on the evening of Sunday, December 24th, 2023. Let's join together and listen to how Luke's Gospel tells the story of Jesus' birth. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke, beginning in the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of a great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. The Gospel of Christ. Dear God, may only your truth be spoken, and only your truth be heard. Amen. Well, good evening, everyone, and Merry Christmas. I'm about to share something that might disappoint some of you. Despite the heroic efforts of many an uncle and almost every gym teacher that I've ever had, I have never been much of a sports fan. About the closest I've ever come to following a team on a regular basis was attending several of Toronto's hometown lacrosse games. The action was fast and the music was great. The one exception to all of this happened a few years ago. In March 2019, I received a phone call that I found a little suspicious at first. The voice on the other end of the line greeted me by name and let me know that I had won two tickets to a Raptors-Lakers game. A few emails were exchanged back and forth and it proved to be legit. It turned out that my bank had randomly entered me in a draw and I had won two courtside tickets to see the Raptors host the Lakers. Not sure what to expect, we made our way through the throng and found our seats. Two folding chairs set up literally at courtside. From that perspective, both the arena and the crowds appeared huge, and that says nothing about the giants on the court. As the game unfolded, I was hit by a recurring sense of irony. There I sat in courtside seats worth hundreds of dollars, while there were likely die-hard fans cheering from the nosebleed seats. It seemed like a genuine twist of fate that a person who knew so little about the game and who was not at all invested sat courtside while lifelong fans sat perched in the rafters above. 
This all came to mind for me today as I listened to the reading from Luke's Gospel. Mary and Joseph respond to a government-mandated census by returning to Joseph's hometown so that they might be included. While there, prophecy and angelic oracles were fulfilled, and Mary gave birth to a boy who she named Jesus. In the very next scene, Luke describes an angel appearing to a bunch of shepherds as they worked their flock out in the fields. In the first century, shepherds lived very nomadic lives and were not highly esteemed members of their society. They often moved from one place to the next with no real ties to the community. They were not well-educated or part of society's elite. In fact, they most often lived outdoors with the livestock that they had been hired to watch. In fact, shepherds were probably the last people that you would give an important message to. To pick up on the basketball metaphor, these shepherds were not the people that you would find sitting courtside at much of anything. They were about as far removed as you could possibly get from the center of political or religious power. Yet Luke tells us that the first people that the angel told about Jesus' birth were shepherds. Luke's account is important because it reminds us that God makes the first move, and not always in expected ways. God seeks out a relationship with humanity, even when we're not necessarily looking for God. We see this if we go all the way back to the earliest of biblical accounts. In the biblical book of Genesis, we have a description of the beginning of creation. It tells the story of Adam and Eve set in an idyllic garden and given only one rule, not to eat the fruit of one particular tree. When they broke that one rule, Scripture describes God walking through the garden in the cool of the evening breeze, calling out to the man and woman by name. From the very beginning of time, it was God who sought out a relationship with humanity. Time and again, through prophets, patriarchs, and matriarchs, God called out to humanity. Finally, in the person of Jesus Christ, God showed up in person, seeking that relationship with us. That is the real miracle of Christmas. At Christmas, we are reminded that God did something new and radical. He showed up in person, reaching out to us, so that each of us has an opportunity to get to know God better. It doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, or what you've done. At its most basic level, the core of the Christmas message is that God showed up in person to tell you that God loves you and wants a relationship with you. This means that we can have an encounter with God that is not dependent on our performance. It's not about us saying the right prayers, being in the right place, practicing the right traditions in exactly the right way, or even being the right kind of person. In fact, all through the Gospels we read about Jesus getting in trouble for eating, drinking, and socializing with the wrong kind of people, those who were deemed to be outcasts and sinners by the religious establishment. And this is God in human form. At Christmas, we are reminded that God seeks us out so that God can have a relationship with us. God comes to us without waiting for us to approach God. Like Mary and Joseph, 
Like the shepherds in Luke's account, and like millions since, all we have to do is decide how we are going to respond. Let's pray. Almighty God, we prepare with joy to celebrate the gift of the Christ child. Embrace the earth with your glory and be for us a living hope. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.